ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank you all for tuning in today to our podcast, The Sports Plebes. I'm Nate Dar, joined as always by my co-host Joe Timler, our producer Matt Arnold. We are brought to you today by Elkhart Betting, giving you better rest since 1919. Go to ElkhartBetting.com for prices and information. Lots to go over today. Another busy week in sports. Our thoughts on the Cubs season as it continues. Lots of injuries to starting pitching. They're starting to pile up from the North Siders. A little nervous about that. Big Ten is considering a fall season after all, and they were the first to declare they wouldn't play this fall. How inept does this make them look as the rest of the college football world prepares for D1 kickoff this Labor Day, I just found out, actually. Um, NBA playoff madness. A fantastic Nuggets Jazz series concludes. The Rockets are just about to tip off. The Bucks are about to lose to the Heat, it looks like, uh, to be down 2-0 in the series. Is our Raptors final bet finished? That's really what's important to us, Joe, clearly. So uh, we'll go over the AFC teams this week. Who we think could finish. And finishing up our social Joe's bets of the week. Matt, Joe, how are you guys this evening? Nate, I'm doing great this evening. It's cooling down here. I'm sure it is there as well. Uh, I want to tell the people more about my house, but I'll refrain from it because it's just it's getting tired. But this is my first podcast from the new pad. I'm loving it. Have the TV in the background. I got a good setup here. The kids are here. They're going to be quiet, hopefully. Um, (laughs) Not to say my brother wasn't a great host for hosting all of us for over a month. So credit to him. But I think he put us on the guest Wi-Fi and the speeds weren't great. So. I'm expecting a big bump up on my end, so hopefully any audio issues will be fixed by that. Other than that, yeah, the kids started school this week. They got masked on the whole time, but they're having a good time just getting out, meeting people. You know, they get, get out for – they have three different recesses throughout the day, so they're staying active. And we're just a good setup. I can't complain, Nate, but how, how are things going with you? Uh, they're, oh, they're great, man. Uh, nothing much to report. Pretty much the same. Aria had her first week of school. Uh, that went off really well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm watching the babies alone for the first time tomorrow. It's my wife's birthday coming up. So she's her, one of her friends, uh, Sarah's taking her out to dinner, Chubby Trout and Elkhart. Um, so, you know, looking forward to that, I guess. Little, little yeah, Nate, when, little when you're watching the kids alone, scared. I'd say three to four drinks is, is the right amount. To, you, to, to stay sane, but still be able to drive them to the hospital in a pinch. Nice. Okay. I will definitely keep that in mind. That's a good call, actually. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, other than that, nothing really. Uh, oh, we are going to go out to dinner, too. First time since COVID awesome. hit, since she's been pregnant. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're excited about that. I don't know where we'll go. Somewhere nice, probably. Um, but, yeah, and just hoping to go to the grandparents, great grandparents this weekend, Labor Day. I just saw, and I don't even, I didn't even see who they were playing, but Navy plays oh, uh, yeah. Monday night. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't know if you knew They're that. They're playing BYU. Uh, that that is yeah. the premier uh, the, game of the first weekend. That's it. Uh, there's actually games tomorrow, but hey, man, um, it's like South Alabama, Southern Miss. It's football, but yeah, that Navy game should be should be fun. No, that should be good. Yeah, that'll be great. I'm I'm excited. I'll probably you know. I don't know what the line is. I have no idea. I, I would, I would guess BYU obviously. by like maybe like um, four and a half or so. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think they're BYU, more respected. I don't know where the game is though. That's a big difference, right? Because even with no, no fans, the mountains make a difference. Yeah. 
Navy won like ten games last year, and I think they won nine nine before. I just if they're not if they're not favored in that, I just feel like that's so disrespectful. And I would I would bet Navy, man. I think they're I like the midshipmen. You know, they, I think that didn't their only loss was to Notre Dame and Memphis. I want to say and Memphis randomly went like eleven and one or something. All right, all right. Uh, uh, they're they're two and a half point under. I digress. Maybe, Sorry. So, yeah, you get them. You get them plus one ten really? on the money line. Good so. Fun. Yeah, I may, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I like the points. Even two I and a half. Points. Even two. It's kind of my bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. You know, points are points. So, uh, but uh, um, thoughts on the Cubs? Oh, oh, Cubs yeah. Show, though. You know, I, I'm you... uh, from a distance. There's a lot of Cardinals fans around here, so that makes me want to root for the Cubs even harder. Because, uh, no, yeah, oh, no, no one. Likes I didn't think Cardinals. about that. Lot, yeah. It's Cardinals Royals. I mean, Royals are a little bit closer, but Cardinals are kind of a more historic team, so they have a big following. They're, the Cubs are doing all right, right? They split against the Reds two and two. They gave up, I think, an average of three runs a game. So their pitching came back a little bit, but it has been a little bit feast or famine. Like they they give up ten runs and then they have a shutout. So it's a little bit unpredictable. I think they took the first game against the Pirates, so they're still hanging around second, third place in the NL. Nothing, nothing new. It's it's kind of crazy though, right? We're already halfway through with the season. They've played over thirty games and we're halfway through. It just seems like it just started. So. That's hard to wrap my mind around, but I think the Cubs are okay. They're in a holding pattern. Well, what, what are you thinking? Oh no, I I feel the same way. They're like three games up on the Cardinals right now, and um, I, the top two teams in each division make it, so they would have to slide pretty far. And like you said, it's crazy how it's halfway done. There's only another thirty games or so, um, and they're not going to clearly be able to make up some of these games that they miss as they continue to for COVID or anything like that. Um, Quintana, I just saw it popped up in ESPN alert. Mm. He's to the 10-day IL. It's really killing us, him being out, which was um, – I don't know if you remember this, but it was from uh, – I think he hurt himself washing dishes, dude. Um, some of these, I, I don't believe any of them the either. dumbest injuries. I'm just like <laughs> – I, I know. He's I don't probably know like skateboarding like, or something. Stupid, like You know what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, ugh, I digress. Uh, Chatwood's on IL too. Lester got rocked last night i mean they still won but in 11 innings against the last place pirates so um they really need lester to kind of be that third pitcher for them uh darvish did win pitcher of the month i don't know if you saw that but i thought that was well deserved yeah i i'm really i'm really impressed and this you know this is what this is what they thought they were getting when they gave him that monster contract you know so um no no really high impact moves at the the trade deadline. Um, I think they grabbed a relief pitcher and a outfielder, veteran outfielder. But other than that, I mean, like I said, I cautiously optimistic. It feels like this is a playoff team. <laughs> you know, if they're not the best team in the NL, I think they're, you know, which I don't think they are. They're, you know, third or they're fourth one of the best down, eight teams down there, the you NL know, for sure. <laughs> I think so. So, you know. I don't know. I still have a low bar from the first, you know, 108 years when they didn't win. Yeah, it feels a bit greedy to, so, to ask for two um, so close together. Maybe wait like 50 years. That'd be kind of cool yeah. to win again when we're like 80. That'd be, <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, you know, and it was like all these people after they won, they were like, this is going to be a dynasty. And I'm like, oh, my God. 
there is no dynasty until there's actually a dynasty until you win like three championships over like right, yeah, you know, baseball five is probably the hardest period, sport but... to have a dynasty. You can't have like a franchise yeah, quarterback it's, it's or a LeBron or a Giannis or something that's going to give you title after title. There's just so many players. The salary cap so tricky. It's I think winning back to back or three and five years. No, it's brutal. Hard to do. Yeah, that's why these Yankees, these Yankees teams from the you know early early and you know late nineties, they're looked they're revered because it was you know. One of the closest things we've seen to the the, the Giants had a bit. Yeah, of that Florida season, Marlins, I guess. Know, a little bit. You would say. <laughs> Does any team deserve um, their World Series titles less? Oh my God, that's yeah, that is that's part of what's wrong with baseball, probably. Lots lots wrong with baseball, but you know, I'm happy. I'm happy they're playing. I'm thankful the Cubs look like they're going to make the playoffs, and yeah, that we know what there's nothing again, wrong with you know, say college football coming back tomorrow. Unless you tomorrow, yeah, I'm and stoked. it really feels like it's going to happen. The coronavirus um, cases are steady, if not down, a little bit. You know, over the last week or two, so things feel good there. The Big Ten commissioner is talking to Donald Trump on the phone. That's kind of interesting, right? They they were the first ones to call off football, so it's like they were appeasing the far left, and now they're talking to Donald Trump, appeasing the far right. Warren can't really decide what he wants to do over there, but. Maybe they'll start in Thanksgiving, have all snow games. I'm not really sure what they're going to do in the Big Ten, but it's a good sign for the rest of the conferences that people are talking about playing versus you know maybe the Big Twelve or the SEC not playing. So I'm I'm pretty happy. Yeah, man. I they, 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 there's three conferences that are definitely going to play, and apparently the Big Ten might scramble around and get going ASAP. The thing where they're hosed is I think some schools yeah. already sent their students home which since football wasn't being played, that includes the football team. So now you have to track them down, probably quarantine them, I guess, for a period of time and get the test started. Oh, just sounds like a logistical nightmare, you know? Um, I don't know. Did I make the party analogy no, no. on the last pod about, like, the Big Ten? This is this is how I view this whole thing. Now, now that we're kind of seeing it, it's like the Big Ten was like, this is dangerous to be, you know, partying, playing college football. And we are going to be leaders and just, like, so progressive we're gonna walk out on this and we're gonna hold hands with the pac-12 while we do it and where it's gonna be really cool and everybody's gonna legends. follow behind us and then whether they yeah exactly they would be you know thought of as these you know like i said these leaders in that sense and they didn't know that notre dame was knocking on the back door as they were walking out you know first off i don't think and if they would have known that these other three conferences would have played there's no way there is no way in my mind they would have still decided not to play. They made that decision thinking that these other three conferences will join us. It will be enough pressure to push them in. That's why the conference commissioners were like just completely taken aback when it happened. The other ones, I mean, you know, that, that being the, the, uh, the big 12 sec and ACC right. commissioners were like, they and didn't why wouldn't us. you they communicate? Like there's only five left. conferences that matter Four, if you really want to leave out the PAC 12 and be mean, but like, there's only five that really matter. And it seems like these guys should be in constant contact with each other making a unified decision because there's so much money at stake. I, the big 10 is costing itself millions by making this decision. And especially in COVID, like, what the hell else are you doing, man? You know, can't you get on a Zoom call with these guys? I thought it seemed like they were in communication with each other. And then that just was an illusion, apparently. So, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I don't think you can be critical enough of how poorly they're handling this. And they have to be really careful when they're doing it because, you know, now they're going to be under a microscope as they're trying to restart it. And it's, I mean it's kind of dangerous to do what they're doing on a lot of levels, not only COVID related to just call these guys back, 
hey, let's do what, like a two or three week training camp slash we're just going to try to get you back into football shape. You're telling me some of these guys didn't like immediately go home and just start pigging out and being like, you know, I don't have to worry about this for four months or whatever it was going to be. I I just think Warren Warren looks like he looks really bad right now. Um, I had a friend say that I, they, they thought he should get fired. And I mean, like, yeah, I, I think it's if you're going to pick a fall guy, it's clearly him, I think. So I just think that I can't be you can't be critical enough of the way they've handled this whole thing. Basically. Just okay. basically, yeah, I agree with you because it was kind of a unique way that you would phrase that, and I'd never heard of that. It's it's almost more dangerous what the Big Ten's doing, right, than what the ACC or SEC did, where the guys were always on campus, always quarantined, always training, staying in great shape. Whereas these Big Ten guys are coming off the couch, they may have been quarantined or not, and there's more risk of injury, more risk of virus from going back and forth with all that travel. So uh, it's, it's just a big egg on the face for the Big Ten, especially when they're they're backtracking on themselves, and it just it looks kind of silly, but I'd love to see Big Ten football regardless. If they play in this, the winter, that'd be fun with all that snowball. But I really do think there are some safety concerns that, that arise with the situation. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how fast they think they're going to get back. Because at first they said Thanksgiving. And like you said, it's almost laughable to think about mm, about half of Big Ten country even playing football games much after Thanksgiving. Usually the season's about wound up and you're looking at who you're playing in a bowl game at that point, obviously. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. I feel like the Big Ten championship, the, the Ohio State-Michigan game feels no, like it's always right. around Thanksgiving, right? Am yeah. I wrong there? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I but the know. ACC, they um, look so good and they, they're yeah. coming out strong. I think the SEC is not starting till late September, but September 12th, you got Notre Dame, Duke, you got Clemson, Wake Forest, you have Georgia Tech, Florida State, just a lot of interesting games, uh, and conference games starting at week one. So, I, I think the ACC is coming out like champions here as long as the, the cases don't go up and just excited for football this week and then some really good games the next week. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait. They, yeah, Irish with Duke and then South Florida. I, I'd like to think that they could just get their run game going. That's what I really want to see. You know, as weird as it sounds, I'm not really worried mm-hmm. about Book this year. I think I know what I'm going to get from him. And it's fair to accept a little bit more, you know, or expect a little yeah. bit more, I should say. Um, but they're run, if they get their run game rolling, man, and they have a pretty, they should have a strong offensive line. They've got a couple guys, uh, um yeah eichenberg yeah, i think Liam. his name Liam. i really like him i think he's gonna be the german guy yeah yeah he's gonna be like i think he could be like a first round pick you know and kind of continue the tradition of stud offensive linemen coming out of notre dame but, but, give, um, give the nfl comparison yeah I, is he like a, a ryan Tannehill? is he a i don't know is he a poor man's drew Brees? like it's it's kind of hard to joe here's the thing he's better yeah. than tommy reese right like they could, they went to a national that was, championship. That was ever a goal. They went undefeated. Yeah, they go undefeated goal. this year. <laughs> no, ever, ever at Golson was the, <laughs> the quarterback 2012. Come on, come on. Yeah, he was a of freshman. Tommy Reese played like two games, but he, 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 he had his spot duties, right? Remember, at Golson would get in trouble and Reese would come in in some of the fourth quarters, but. I just felt like I I was definitely I was a five star okay. then so I was hey. definitely I missed most of the games but I felt like every time I saw I I, I thought we, we could edit this out Nate if if you don't want the public but... to, to find this out we can just cut this out 
Oh no, yeah. no, it's fine. I'm a sports plea, but I don't claim to be. You know, <laughs> well, I, I think my one last thing. Like, um, I think my favorite quote was that I was reading this ESPN article about Trump talking to the Big Ten commissioner. But the quote was: A Pac-12 spokesman told ESPN on Tuesday that the White House officials hadn't reached out to speak with Commissioner Larry Scott. So Trump is not trying to get the Pac-12 back involved. <laughs> no. It's not funny. It's really funny. <laughs> um, interesting. Of course, he's not, I guess. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think they should, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at their schedule. I just don't see how they don't only lose to Clemson this year. You know, may, that's obviously a homer optimistic thing to say, but it, it feels like that's just the game you circle, you know, the first Clemson game, and you'll probably have to play them twice. So we'll see. Can't wait, obviously, as far as Scott I hope say. so, yeah. I hope that we're done losing to the, the mediocre teams. We haven't done it in the last three years, so I'm hopeful that we can go, I don't know, what is it, 9-1 and one or 10-0? and oh? <laughs> yeah. Did we lose Nate now, too? No, no, sorry. You cut out and then you cut back in. Okay. Oh, still. Yeah. Oh, oh. You said uh you said you said you want them to go nine and one. Oh, and I, I, do it. I yeah, I mean I think they're playing ten games, right? That's that's the current situation. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. it's ten games, yeah. So if they went nine and one and then they played Clemson again, that would be almost ideal because if they beat them that second time, then they would have a better argument, I would think, of getting into the playoff. Yeah. Um which again with the Big Ten, why are you gonna even like starting Thanksgiving, you're not going to be able to be in the playoff. You're going to play some weird sort of quasi winter season. I don't know. Yeah, it's Oof. a mess. It's brutal. A mess. Um, brutal, brutal, brutal. Speaking of game. brutal, the Utah Jazz, brutal, up three to one, and they lose three straight to the Nuggets. Did you watch that game last night, Nate? I did, man. It was it was really good, and I think the Nuggets are just the better team. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell is obviously, you know, just him and Murray, you know, what a mono mono matchup. You don't always get it like that where the team's best players are just going at each other like that and guarding each other on the other end. It was really fun. I thought it was really cool how uh, Jamal Murray picked him up mm-hmm. off the floor at the end of the game. Um, you know, I know some people were like, you know, of course, there's always these dinosaurs that come out of the woodwork, I feel, that are like, Oh, in my day, we would have stomped on him, you know, and I'm like, cool, dude, you know, the NBA literally almost declared bankruptcy like three times in the 70s and 80s. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, and they're not when I get like Bird and Magic didn't do it. They're at a they're not at the same level. Oh, so, oh did you just see that play? Sorry. Break out. No. Uh, the Bucks are down three and they were there's three seconds, four seconds left. Got fouled on a three. So three free throws to tie it. Potential. Are you serious? Yeah, they're still alive. I just I stopped looking. I thought the game was over. No, they're still alive. Oh my god! Um, keep us updated. Obviously, we'll do. We'll do. I'll keep interrupting you to keep us updated. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah, man. And I I am worried about the Raptors, though. I I do think they might have run into a little bit of a buzzsaw here with this Celtics team. Um, they could just be coming into their own. You know, you kind of look at the way they've been, what they've been building, you know, and this could be, you know, this, you know, I try to sometimes take a step back and think about how we'll look back on these playoffs when they're all said and done. If the scenario happens, it's like if the Celtics end up going to the finals and this is the beginning of a great run for them, another one, then we're going to look back and be like, oh yeah, obviously they were going to beat the heat or the, the Raptors when Kawhi left, like they just don't have the horses to keep up with, you know, 
Tatum and Brown and Kemba Walker, like, you know, and they, they're going to get Gordon Hayward back at some point, you would think, if they keep going. Yeah. So I, I, I just, am worried about the the Raptors. I do. I, I, I said it, you know, from the get go, though, if it, I think this is going to be a seven game series. And I still think that I still think the Raptors are going to, like, turn this into a seven game series somehow because um, they're just so gritty and that's who they are, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, obviously. no, I, I think there's something to that. And our bets of the week are going to reflect that. We think this is Ooh. a seven game series. So hang on for that. Uh, but I, I'm a little bit dubious. I think this all is win this series, but I, I don't know if your best player is Tatum. Your second best player is Brown. Is that a championship team? I don't know. They have a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. I think they will be better, you know, two, three years down the road, probably, but I don't think they're ready to, to beat a Clippers or a Lakers at this point, but they're, a lot of they're a fun team. A lot of people really love Tatum, man. Yeah. There's like, you know, there's a lot of guys that'll be like, oh, he was like the best player in the East, like for like this stretch. And I'm like, yeah, you know, Giannis is still in the East, man. He's pretty good. Like, <laughs> yeah, Giannis is, is kind of the best player in the world. Maybe not in the playoffs, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Bucks ball were. I mean, I don't know. You can't. I people that are like, oh, I don't know if Giannis in the playoffs work. I'm like, come on. Like he's literally yeah. Chris Middleton's his second best player, and then it's a bunch of guys that are like you want his role players. Let's be real, right? It's it's so, not so much about Giannis. You're right. It's it's about the supporting cast. But they uh, Middleton did hit all free three free throws, and it's four seconds I, left. Game? It's tied up. Yeah. Oh my goodness! If you scream and interrupt me in my Luca rant, though, we might have a problem. Because, oh uh, no! He, he did. He did forty point farewell, man. You know, I I just the kid's brilliant. I can't wait to see him. Um. You know, even my wife, who doesn't give a shit about basketball, obviously, is like, you know, I'm sad there's no more good teams left playing. And I'm like, you're just mad because Lucas. And she's like, yeah, I'm just mad because Lucas not playing. I'm like, yeah, he's that he's that entertaining uh, that like people that don't care, I feel like, like watch and like, you know, it's entertaining. But um, it's, yeah, it's not well. the handsome factor. I mean, he's a, he's a little handsome. Oh, he's, he's a beautiful. He's a beautiful okay. man. Okay. No, I have no problem saying that. Okay. I'm sure my wife has a huge crush on him. It's, yeah, it's fine. he's no Javi sure. Baez, but he's all right. Yeah. He's oh right. well, no. I mean, Javi's Javi's like on another level, certainly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, then, what what uh, about that? You buried the lead with our Rockets Thunder game coming up here. Oh well, I mean. That's obviously a fantastic <laughs> yeah. series. You don't even talk about it. But yeah, I, I, you, you know, if, if Thunder were dead, tell us about how uh, you changed your mind on the Thunder Nate. I thought they were. I thought they were dead. You know, and then especially when they got Russ back, I told you he looked in that last sequence. He looked like I imagined like myself <laughs> looking like that panicked, just fast dribbling down the court with ten seconds to go. We were texting uh-huh. each other. Why aren't they drawing? Like what where's James Harden? What's right. going on right now? It didn't right. make any sense. It like didn't touch the ball the last like twenty seconds, it felt like. It is like on um, senior night when they, they leave the seniors in too long. It's like, no, take him out. Take him yeah. out. We've seen yeah. enough of Tom Coverdale. Take him out. <laughs> yes. Um I I don't know, man. If Chris Paul gets this revenge tour thing Ugh. against them off that's going to look really brutal for them. And the thing is they can't, people are like, Oh, they'll blow it up. It's like, it's you can't just, it's like the Sixers too. Like, Oh, just, they'll just trade, you know, one of these guys on a monster contract. It's like, it doesn't really work like that. Usually like there's, you know, which was why the Chris Paul trade was so crazy. And did you see the shot he took at them in the post game interview? I didn't. Uh, what, what, give me a good quote here. He goes, uh, he goes, you know, man, some guys are just built for this some guys aren't and like he was just like oh it was just... i i would say maybe westbrook could fire back like 
How many finals uh, have you been to? I'll probably like one yeah. zero, and I've I been know. to one so. zero zero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. That's a good. Point. I like Chris Paul, man. I have a, I love Chris Paul too. I think Chris Paul is like the greatest pure point guard, like maybe I've ever seen personally. Really, um, Nash, 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 Nash is great, but I mean Paul. I think Paul's done it a little bit longer than Nash. Steve Nash, Nash has two MVPs, two MVPs, mate. I don't know. Two MVPs. No, you're right. You're right. Steve Nash is a better basketball player, but I don't know if. Uh, I don't know. For you some reason, when I think Canadians. when I think when you I don't think like Canadians. no, I like Canadians. Okay. Don't don't do that. No, no. I it, for some reason when I think pure point guard, I don't think Steve Nash. Is that weird? You know, I just feel like he was he was doing the three ball more when guys weren't really shooting threes, and um, but his handles were ridiculous. Uh, so you're saying he's too good of an offensive player? To, yes, to... <laughs> almost. I guess you no. know he's too good of an offense. I understand player. what you're saying. Now on the defensive end. You know, but that was, you know, I, I do think he had a, I think if you look at his, his period where he was awesome too, I think it, he really fell off with the league. He cut his hair, man. I think when these guys cut their hair, it's like a Samson thing a lot of times mm. and they just lose their powers. Um, yeah, I could do a whole pot on that, honestly. Um, but. Oh, ex- extremely controversial foul on Jimmy Buckets uh, and a regulation. Really? Yeah. Well, again, he got in his favor. He got two free free throws and. Heat win one sixteen to one fourteen. So wow, definite cover and win by the Heat. I'll take the cover. Um, yeah, I got a thirty three percent boost live bet that I got to throw on this um, <laughs> Thunder game. Do you think I should take the Thunder plus the points? Though I don't know what that you know is it. It's tipped off, obviously. It's tipped up, and the Rockets are winning by four. So yeah, you probably get some decent value on the Thunder, maybe. Yeah, I would think so. They were getting five and a half at the beginning of it. It's probably a little more now. Um, do you want to do the ASC preview? Yes, yes. Uh, football, it's so crazy. And people here are just so pumped up for the Chiefs. And they started against the Texans, and I'm really, really not happy about that. But, um, yeah, what division do you want to hit first? Uh, oh, I don't care. We can do whatever. I got AFC East first on my right, note. Oh, side note, the Bucks signed Leonard Fournette. That was like, wow. I don't know if you saw that. That was like 30 or 40 minutes ago, literally. Um, so they get... Yeah, they they yeah, they're it's I mean they're 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 they kinda have a lot of weapons now, you know. Um it's interesting. Brady, I I'm, I I would grab Brady and stash him at the end of my bench as like my quarterback too, you know, and feel <laughs> feel feel pretty good about it, I think, in fantasy. Um preview of next week's pod. But uh I have the AFC East first. I have the Pats winning fight me they're the evil empire mm. until they're not the evil mm. empire anymore so until bill belichick actually everybody's like oh they're gonna i'm like you know there's part of me that's still scared and i'm gonna pick the pats and if i'm wrong great so i'll pick the pats as the winner of the afc east who you got i really wanted to take the bills here um but after that debacle in houston last year in the playoffs i I just don't think Josh Allen is as hyped as he's getting out. I think he was what in the top 25 of the top 100 NFL players. He was something really high. And I just don't think he's that good. Uh, I mean, Stefan Diggs is a nice weapon, but yeah, give me Patriots. Give me some evil scheme by Belichick. Cam Newton hobbles out there, runs the wildcat or something like that. I mean, it's, they're gonna like platoon quarterbacks. It's yeah, gonna they're gonna eke yeah. out a nine and seven division win, get a home playoff game, and then scare the the life out of the 
the Chiefs or the Ravens in the second round and lose, probably that would be yeah. that'd be my guess. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, unfortunately, the loser. I think this was kind of an easy pick for oh, the loser, unless okay. you unless you went different than I did. But who you who you got for the loser? I, I had a little bit of trouble here, um, but I, I did end up going with the Jets. Uh, I yeah. think there's a little bit more hope in Miami with with Tua coming on board. And I think he's getting off his injury pretty well, and I do do think he's a, he's a, going to be a great player. Maybe not this year, but I think the Jets with Darnold, I don't really see as much uh, forward momentum with that team, and I, I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I also took the Jets. I do like Darnold, man. I think he really could be something, but it's almost like he needs to get away from the New York Jets at this point. They're that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I and I, I the Dolphins were scrappy last year. I mean, they beat the Patriots in a must-win game, meaningless to the Dolphins, week 17. Yeah, that's true. That could be a springboard for you to at least not be the worst in the division. Right, I think it cost um, them. Yeah, I think to everybody. Big. It did. It did, which was huge, obviously. Um, but... Yeah. Um, oh, AFC West. <laughs> Who you got? That's easy too. Also. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going Let's, down my uh, list. I'm gonna go out of like limb here and go with. I have yeah, Chiefs with my Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, right. there and, are. Uh, you know, they're they're a good underdog story with their star offensive lineman just sitting out to fight COVID. So. Yeah. That'll yeah, and the greatest player I've maybe ever seen throwing a football. They signed Joe Montana so, again. Um, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Mahomes is incredible, and there's very, very rarely do ten-year contracts work. Speaking of my pick for mm. the loser is the Raiders. Um, but I think I think this Mahomes contract is going to be a steal for them in the end. Really, um, even if he's down the road, it's like oh, they're like oh. I mean, he's still got pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I do have the Raiders as my loser. Um, I just – it could be the Broncos, I think. I think It that, could be the – it could be anybody. It's a really easy winner, tougher pick for the loser, certainly. Um, I went with the have? Chargers because I, I don't really believe Tyrod Taylor is a big upgrade over Phil Rivers. This, they, I mean, they have some talent, right, with Joey, Bels, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Casey Hayward, they got some decent players, but yeah, I, I kind of like the Broncos more with their defense. And then I think Derek Carr is still a decent quarterback. So I think for those reasons, I'd put the Chargers just barely at the bottom of that division. That's fair. That's fine. And yeah, Tyra, I, I, I always forget that Tyrod Taylor's like going to be their <laughs> starting quarterback. They drafted, though, didn't they? They drafted Herbert. Oh, out of Oregon. Yeah, they did. So if he's any good, he should be chomping at the bit. You would think if if Tyrod Taylor's not like balling out, you know. Um, but I think we know what Tyrod Taylor is at this point. It feels like. Um, speaking of Phil in the AFC South, I did not pick the Colts to win. I still think it's surprising they're favored to win. I just I think the Titans are good. I like their coach. I like their defense, and I could see Derrick Henry just kind of pounding the rock for them thirty or forty times, and then winning the division at nine and seven, you know, or 10 and six. So I do not think Phillip rivers is going to be a good fit for the Colts. I think it's going to get ugly. And I am kind of thinking Jacoby Brissett, we might see him week six or so, maybe before if it's before they could maybe make the playoffs. Anyway, Colts rant over swear. 
Yeah, yeah, Nate. I I I like the Titans as well. I think with with Tannehill, uh, yeah, I like Vrabel. He's a good story there. Obviously, running back, they're they're super strong there. And I just I think it's more of I don't have a lot of faith in the Texans or Colts right now. Losing DeAndre Hopkins is a big blow for them. I don't really think Phil Rivers is going to work out that well. I think that the clearest thing in this division is that the Jaguars are probably going to be the worst team. Gardner Minshew is not going to be able to repeat what he did in the first half of the season last year, and I think they're going to struggle a lot without him. You know, being at the top of his game without Fournette, I don't see them winning more than five or six games. It's really tough for the Jaguars. I was trying to think of who their receivers are. Shark, <laughs> maybe. I think they had a guy named Joe. I don't even know if these guys. Yeah, are yeah. You know, DJ like... Shark. Do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's there. Nice, nice. Uh, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but now was, I do. It is. it is. That's great. All right. Uh, yeah. No. Full on tank for Trevor mode, which seems unfair to the mustachioed Gardner Mitchu. Who you know? Did you hear? Have you heard the Bob and Tom thing with him? No. It's ridiculous. They they do it to um, <laughs> shit. What's that song? It's uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna sing it. So or, never mind. I digress. Uh, yeah, you had to be uh, there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, AFC North winner. I have again. This is easy. I have the Ravens. What? Um, not the Browns? No. No. <laughs> no. Until the Browns win a playoff game i'm like i don't really care you know just <laughs> as awful and mean as that yeah have, so yeah i think the ravens it got better probably the jk dobbins is going to be a beast at running back they're probably more talented than what they had in in ingram um lamar jackson i think as long as he stays healthy and he showed that he doesn't take big hits he kind of worms around the hits and maybe he's not hasn't done in the playoffs yet when the regular season the last two years he's been dynamite so yeah I think they're the favorite. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know how they couldn't be. Lamar Jackson's awesome. He's just really fun to watch. Did he get? I think he might have got ninety nine on uh, Madden this year too, which might wow. make him the youngest player ever to do that. I think I saw that. Might be. Does Mahomes have it too? Well, yeah, obviously, but Mahomes okay. is a year okay. older than him, you know. So, um, yeah. yeah, and then for my loser, I do have the Bengals. Uh, I just think it's not yet for Burrow, but. Uh, same with Brady. I'm like, you know, I think Burrow will go before Brady, but I'm like, you know, if he's sitting there at the end, near the end of a draft, and I'm like, man, I could really use a second quarterback. Like, I I see nothing wrong with, with him. I think the first, like, three or four games, too, for, for Burrow, I was looking at it. They, he's like, the secondary, this is me- meaningless because they haven't played any games. But the secondaries are basically right. projected to be some of the worst in football, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So he could like come out the gate hot because if AJ Green is healthy, they have like receivers, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think you know there's a reason they had the number one overall pick, and uh, yeah. So who's your loser? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm tempted to take the Browns or even the Steelers, right? Because they they they're looking to fade with with Roethlisberger getting older. But yeah, I think the Bengals. You have to go with them. Burrow's going to be good, maybe great, but he's not going to be great out of the gate, and I think they're going to struggle in that tough division. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Wow, we agreed too much. I think this time we had seven out of eight. The only thing I think we differed on was uh, maybe the, the last place in the I, I thought the 
Chargers are going to be there. You thought the Raiders are going to be there. But other than that, we were. It is kind of easy to pick the top and the bottom sometimes in them. It's harder in the NFC, though, clearly. because we... It was, yeah. Yeah. We should just try to pick like the third place team in every division. That would be. That would be. Brutal. Can't miss radio. Yeah. Oh, speaking of can't miss. So the, the song, I was trying to think of it. And it's, I don't even know what the old song is, but you remember it. It's the song is like, uh, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And then they're all like, Gardner yeah. Minshew. That's and it's the goofy <laughs> band that they have on. It's like Duke Tomato and the Power Trio, and they're actually ridiculously okay. like good. And my dad yeah. even like, oh, I've seen them, and they're like amazing live. <laughs> like, of course they're because they're pretty good on the radio, yeah, just making too. up funny yeah. like little songs like that. But I think it got that's a pretty good song, yeah, too. It is. A, yeah. But I they think it got like a couple hundred thousand views on YouTube or their little their they're them playing the song so it's it's one of the more fairly popular things to come recently out of bob and tom um good speaking of the media though matt do you have anything for social media i do it's probably not that exciting to you guys it's kind of more of my realm but (laughs) um it's been over the news airline pilots reported seeing quote a guy in a jetpack flying three thousand feet over los angeles uh, so the FAA is now investigating after two separate pilots and two different flights reported to HCT ATC that they found a guy flying around on a jetpack. Apparently, neither pilot knew that the other pilot had said anything, and they both reported it. So, um, pretty pretty interesting. Uh, about three thousand feet in the air, which is incredibly high especially yeah. given, given <laughs> probably some homemade jetpack if something were to quit uh you'd be you'd be falling a long way down so pretty interesting stuff anyway the fbi is getting involved as well and uh that'll be the end of that so hmm. surprised it's... he can get off the ground with his massive balls yeah <laughs> right exactly um <laughs> I did have another interesting one I kind of came across. I don't know if you guys care. Keep going. Keep going. Shoot, uh, Maddie. A property listed for $75 million in Virginia comes with amenities, including a winery, a brewery, a go-kart track, and some of Budweiser's retired Clydesdale horses. So Aww. if you're super into the Clydesdales and seeing them in all the Super Bowl ads, you can buy them. Yeah. My wife That's loves those, bargain. those Clydesdales. Yeah. Those are cool horses, man. Yeah, horses. super expensive. Yeah, the 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 nine eleven commercial with the the Clydesdales too. Usually, mm. I would I hate those things, and some people probably did, but I I thought it was really good. Still, you know, I think because they only aired it that one time too. I think they did oh, that was that right? Yes. Okay, yes, that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, that made it. That was like I was like, all right, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. So, nine yeah. eleven um, coming up. We will never forget. So great, great social media stories, man. Way to, way to, way to come up on the fly, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that that's something everybody like. People always say like COVID's the craziest thing that's happened in our lifetimes. Like I don't know, yeah, like, man. 9-11 was a big deal. It started a war. Like let's not I mean, overreact a, to COVID. A war that's still going on, right? That's, I hate, I hate that that people are like, oh, it's never gonna go back to the way it was before. We've never seen it. It's the biggest event in my lifetime. I'm like. I don't know. I just feel like people have short memories, you know, and the, yeah, short memories. Yeah. Yeah. and we, we have a long, mm-hmm. long history in this country. And I'm like, you know, what do you what do you think people thought in the pandemic 100 years ago or at the in World War Two or, you know, go back yeah. further. There was one point there was like three or four popes in the church and it basically the church was basically over, you know, 
what, like 80% of Europe. It's like, what did, what did people think then? They thought the world was ending. You know, they really did. Yeah. The bubonic plague. I'm like, we have all these events, but because it's 2020 and we all have, we're all have access to each other and we can just see everything to the minute live video feed of wherever we feel like, I think it's a lot bigger than it is in the grand scheme of the history of even the United mm. States, you know, I don't know. Well, not said. to, not to demean well, it said. in any sense, not to like say this isn't a big deal. Cause it is. I mean, it's, you know, it's the first pandemic I'll hopefully ever have to deal with. Um, I kind of like to demean it just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was, uh yeah y2k was pretty bad yeah right i'm like i feel like you know and they're like it's it's like you know we're we're 30 years old and we're like you know how many you know economic just collapses have we seen you know and it's like oh this is a once in a lifetime thing it's like this happened like two or three times now so is it (laughs) is it once in a lifetime i don't know maybe the world's just sideways in general we're just finding out about it now more (laughs) so um Mm. yeah man with that is it time for Joe's bets of the week. I think it is, Nate. I think it's important for us to focus this one last time just on NBA. You know, credit to them with the bubble. They they did things the right way. They got things going. They didn't have to stop. Cheers to the bubble, so man. Let's honor them. Yeah, let's honor them this last week before things get crazy with college football and the NFL. Um, so, but with all the series is kind of in flux and the games happening, there was there wasn't too much on the board. It was I was looking, but I did find us a few things. So. We talked about the Raptors Celtics a little bit earlier. Uh, I think right now down 2-0, it was Raptors to win the series plus 350. I didn't like that. That was too obvious. Like not not the best value, but the Raptors to win in 7 is plus 600, which I do kind of like. Yeah, wait. What? That's Yeah, I, I like that of the two. Yeah, I like Right, cuz they're they're not going to win 4-2. They're not going to just win 4 games. But if they're going to win this, they're going to win it in 7 and you'll get almost double odds by by doing that. Yeah, that's actually. I would if I was going to bet on it, I would never bet on them just winning it. What plus three fifty or three forty? You said that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's gonna if they win, it's going to be in a seven game series. I like that. Nice find. Yeah, I, I, mm. I would. I'll look at that. Mm. I'll look at that. That's that's interesting. I'm gonna throw a couple bucks on that. So, yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you could you could do that and then hedge it with the Celtics winning game three and you'd be probably be all right. Yeah, I mean, they keep giving them points. Is the problem? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when. But uh, the Celtics well, actually, game three no. You know what right. it was? Is I I did a live bet, and uh, oh. and I got a thirty three percent odds boost or something <laughs> like that because they they're doing that daily for the live bet, and yeah. um, yeah. So somehow I got a couple points on that because I think they actually they weren't getting points the last game. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I I I like that. If I'm gonna bet on that, I'm gonna do that. And I've got a little extra cheese because to do our shameless DraftKings promotion until they pick us up and sponsor us, they are <laughs> running a bet that I sent you the screenshot of. It is the biggest no-brainer ever. It's silly. The Kansas City oh. Chiefs plus 101 points. I don't know if any NFL team has ever scored 100 points. So no. I don't think they have. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and even for both teams to score 100 points, which is what my brother thought it was. And he was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And I was like, what do you mean? It's pretty good. That's literally the most incredible. Like it's free money. Right. <laughs> it, it wasn't a total. It was a. It was a point spread. Uh, I will say the Texans were up twenty four nothing, so they were a quarter of the way there in the <laughs> AFC playoffs last year. They just couldn't get it done. Oh my god! And they got blown out. That was horrible. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Snape, you put the maximum fifty on that. More power to you. I had to right, and then I'm gonna yeah, completely absolutely. drain my account 
and because they're keeping up the odds on that, so it's like a free another couple dollars. I think it's minus ten, right? Minus ten thousand odds, though. Right, so you get one percent back on your investment right away. But I mean, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I feel like it's that. a no-brainer. Maybe they'll lose okay. by a hundred two points, and DraftKings will literally be the nineteen nineteen Blackhawks. I don't know. <laughs> um, That'd also be a great social media story. <laughs> yeah, Nate, um, Nate lost his whole DraftKings account <laughs> in one, and so did millions of others. <laughs> Uh, um yeah yeah so i'm glad we can agree on that the Ra- i don't think the raptors are dead yet but they're on life support for sure yeah i agree um the next one i went with uh i was trying to i couldn't find series odds on it yet the clippers are minus 9 10 to win the series and i i think it's a no-brainer they're going to beat the nuggets and get kind of a 10 percent return there but I, I was interested to see what the odds are for the clippers to sweep because i really do think the nuggets are drained right now the clippers are going to be fresh they're going to be hungry I think they win that one 4-0, maybe 4-1. Um, so I, I would look in to see what the sweep odds for that one are. Yeah, I yeah, I think if they it, yeah, the sweep odds that minus 9-10, that scares me a little bit. Though I bet on the I hit the Lakers um for like I won 10 bucks on like it was like minus a thousand. <laughs> it's like it's the Blazers. Blazers, yeah. The Blazers. I told you to do it when it was like minus two twenty. No, it was just to win the game, not the series. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was a little okay. dangerous, and then they were like tied at halftime. I was like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> so there was no Dame though. I mean, I, I think you were pretty. Yeah, scared. I felt like it was. I mean, I wouldn't have you know bet on anything at minus a thousand uh, unless I felt like it was super safe. <laughs> so, um, I yeah, that minus nine ten. I think they will win. I, that does scare me because I feel like, you know, I don't know how much money you would want to put up to win a little bit of money back. But Yeah, I mean, you could you could put like 20 bucks up to win three. It's not it's not great. But I yeah, I'd want to see what the, the sweep odds are for sure. Yeah, sweeps. I feel like the Brooms could come out in that series. Definitely. Um, mm. I had one more. Just one more. Um, and it was kind of uh, to honor Chris Paul, who we've been talking about. And it was just for this one game against the Rockets. Uh, you know, CP3, he's he's getting older. He's a little annoying. He's always chirping at the refs. But like you said, he is a great point guard. He makes the right passes. He plays great defense. Um, and his offense has been good, too, actually. He's scored 26 points in three of the last four games. And so I took CP3's over 22.5 for the game tonight as my last bet. I like that. I like yeah. yeah. That's that that seems like he's gonna get it unless he I don't know. He doesn't usually disappear in the playoffs. I feel like he has I guess that's part of the reason I like him too. It feels <laughs> like I feel like he has good games and then like the rest of his team gets hurt or kind of craps the bed. Maybe that's just and, and you know, as I say that right now, the Thunder are up. There's six minutes left in the second quarter. You know, how many points does Chris Ball have? I have no idea. How many? He's only at five. Um, <laughs> Hey, there's still a lot of time. And he has seven assists and six rebounds, so he's really being a distributor. Get a triple dub. Uh, yeah, he's he's getting there. Their leading scorer right now is Lugan Stort, so no crap. You know, they're spreading it around. That's, that's yeah, their guy. They throw on Harden. What's he doing scoring? I know he's a good defender. Yeah, he's outscoring Harden too right now. Harden's only <laughs> got four points. So, uh, <sighs> guess this this could be an Eric Gordon game. We may need Eric Gordon to rescue us. EG man, one of the original reasons I fell in love with IU. Was uh, Eric Gordon and DJ White were on that team with Calvin Sampson? Calvin Sampson the year before uh, the year before it all blew up in their face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good times. Um, it was a great pod, Joe. 
I think, despite a couple a couple hitches in the wagon. We'll get it ironed. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ghosts in my new house just interrupting <laughs> the stream. Um, but, yeah, I think next week's going to be a lot of NFL, probably talk about our, our fantasy draft, maybe do some guess the lines just to get the people excited about the National Football League coming back. Certainly. Guess the lines, uh, shamelessly ripped off of Bill Simmons, is – definitely happening and yeah it's fun yeah it's just it's good times yeah it, it yeah so don't just don't look at them and then like obviously they'll probably update there's a couple oh i just i almost texted you about it like a couple of them i was like yo we should go in on this together and then i was like wait a minute we could do a pod guess the lines because i've obviously i'm staring at the lines now i can't do that so okay um, okay so i have to guess you have okay. to guess them yeah i i just i feel like i looked and in my mind picked out like four or five um well, maybe in subsequent weeks we can both. No, yeah, right. certainly, certainly. Week one will just be a trial, right? Yeah, that sounds good. So, Ooh, this is probably we'll probably won't have another podcast before Chiefs Texans. So, um, my guess on that line would be Chiefs minus thirteen and a half. It is Chiefs minus eight and a half, actually. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me that. Give- <laughs> Oh man, is it? I mean, not that home field. Is it the game in Arrowhead? I think it is, right? I guess. And the, yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought it was at Houston for some reason. Hold on, but I, I always, I, yeah, I always thought the the champs get the home game that first game, but maybe that's not right. That, that right. yeah, that makes sense. You're you're probably right, Joe. But yeah, it was only eight and a half. I thought it was ten, and I think people must have hammered yeah. the Texans a little bit, which is kind of surprising. Why? I don't know. I Why? think they could be. I think the Texans could still be a wild card team. I guess you know. I think so. This is like the Chiefs victory lap, and it, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's not a good spot for the Texans. Mahomes over four hundred yards is a boosted odd special on DraftKings for plus three fifty. That I I keep a lot. Plus three fifty is pretty good. I'm like, I know four hundred. A lot of yards, no, dude. But like, is your secondary any good? You know, man. Are they? Is Jonathan Joseph still hanging out in your secondary? Yeah, yeah maybe a little, little Kareem Jackson get the. Guys in their late thirties still <laughs> still lacing it up. Yeah, no, they're not quite that. Old. They're not mid mid thirties. Let's go mid thirties. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. We're so excited. We can't we can't help but talking about it right now. I so I mean, it's gonna be great. Can't wait. It's gonna man. be great. It'll be great. I can't believe it's happening. It feels surreal. I didn't think it was gonna happen. There were so many pride times on this pod where I was like, it's all going to shit. And uh, now we're here. We're a week out. And unless I don't know what would have to happen, I don't want to think about what would have to happen how far it would have to go sideways for them to cancel all this at this point. I think we're going to kick off at least, which is really all I can ask for. So we'll see. Knock on wood. Best of luck. Yep. Um, right. As long as Barack Obama doesn't get COVID, <laughs> season's going forward. <laughs> uh, Matt, you want to take us home? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, other than the uh... – few issues technical difficulties thanks for listening thanks for joining us you've been listening to another episode of sports blues be sure to tune next week mm-hmm.